0: Your FBFB. Uh uh. Your are uh, uh your FBFB. Uh. Show uh. uh, uh. time. <laughs> okay, hello listeners. We are back. We are back. It's it's your friends, David and Kane. How are you, Kane? <laughs> I'm well, how are you? I'm doing very well. Very well. <laughs> I like the inference. What's happening with Gordon Hayward? I watched him play
1: a game the other couple of days ago, and he doesn't start, and he's a rotational player. But you know, even even as rotational player, he's a damn good rotational. Like he's a player that you have to sort of um, scout, and you have to make sure you know, you know your assignments with him. He's such a good player. Like yet he's just been not relegated, but his pri- primary job is just to catch and shoot. That's what Gordon Hayward is to this offense. He doesn't handle the ball much. He doesn't, you know, you know, he doesn't lead the pick and rolls. He's mostly just trying to find space and just um, you know, catching and shooting the ball. That's his primary role. And this is a guy who's the sixth highest player, paid player in the NBA, um, making uh close a hundred million dollars. Over the next three years.
0: So, pro- so he signed his contract. He was last signed year. by the
1: Celtics last year. Yes,
0: before the last season, basically. Last
1: season, yeah. Last off season, last off season, two yeah. off seasons ago. Yeah. And then he, you know, broke his ankle, broke right, his leg right. last season. Yeah. So this is his first season playing with the Celtics, basically, like first full season playing with the Celtics. And I'm sure he's kind of like still feeling his way because he didn't play basketball for like months, right? For he a year, was basically. Rehabbing. Yeah. Um, which is fair enough, and it's unfair to because this was the Celtics' prime acquisition before they got Kyrie, because they got Kyrie also that off season. But before that, you know, in the free agency part, they they got Gordon Hayward. That that was the prime acquisition. That was the key. Um, you know, one of the guys that they were hunting for like a long time scouting for a long time. You know, to bring to the organization. And unfair to everyone associated with the Celtics, but you know, he breaks his leg, and we know how that saga went. And he's coming back now. But the problem is, he makes a ton of money and he's not the same player he was when he was in the Utah Jazz. And, you know, the way the Celtics thought about it is because Brad Stevens used to coach him in college right, with okay. Butler and they went to a national champion. like they went and lost a national championship together. Yeah. So they have a huge, like, you know, history. chemistry bond and yeah. history together. Um, so if anyone's gonna like, you know, regardless of the injury or not, if anyone's going to unlock Gordon Hayward, like take him to the next level, or you know, get the best out of him, it would be, you know, his original coach. Literally, uh, haywards he's shooting air balls from yeah, three. Yeah, I've seen it too, he's not. Like,
0: there's something wrong with, not his shooting, but yeah. s- something. But I'm do you know what I mean? Like, what? if
1: you, like like, rewind back to two off seasons ago, forget like the injury ever happened. If you if I told you that Gordon Hayward would be signing this really, um, really uh, uh, expensive contract, yeah, and but he would just be playing like catch and shoot because the Celtics would be loaded, right? How would you feel about that? Like in terms of him just being a catch and shoot player on your offense?
0: Well, I would say, uh, no way he's going to be a catch and shoot because they're going to get rid of Kyrie, so and make and make Gordon Hayward the focal point yeah. of the offense, yeah. So I was never going to be under, or maybe they don't get rid of Kyrie, but it would it would have been a hedge, right? Right. They would have, because I don't think they traded. They weren't intending to spend two hundred million or however many million to to get a, a catch and shoot guy. Right. They wanted full Hayward. Yeah. Now how that gelled with Kyrie that was to be determined. Right. But if one of them didn't work out, as in if Kyrie didn't. Work out, yeah. then they still have Hayward, yeah, yeah. secured, yeah, yeah. But would the dream scenario be Kyrie and going Hayward playing one uh, together? Of course, of course. But I think, I think in the back of their minds, there was also there's always a a possibility that Kyrie might leave for yeah. New Jersey or New York. Yeah, yeah. If not, because of causing mutiny in the locker room, force him leave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar, yeah, gonna, oh, I see this, sorry,
1: yeah. Can if Kyrie on your team, right? Yeah. Can you win with Kyrie as one of your like foundational players? Yes. Can you win a championship with Kyrie as a- one of the foundational players? Yes.
0: Because he was one of the foundational players on the Cavs and the Cavs won. Mm. So for sure. Mm. But the question is is Kyrie okay being one of the foundational players? Right. Or does he have to be the foundational player? So
1: I- I'm sure. You know, at least everyone that listens to our podcast knows about the interview
0: that happened. Yeah. Should we after... call Kyrie? Kyrie, if you're listening, please tweet us at UFPFP. We so, would love to hear your advice for Gordon Hayward. So what what could the young fella do? <laughs> what could the young, young fellas do?
1: <laughs> so I think this is a bit controversial because mm-hmm. actually initially I thought it was uh admission of guilt yeah. and, oh, and, yeah. and, and and um retribution, if you... you will. You know, he was apologizing for his what he said um the other day when he you know told them the the young guys um, but here's the quote that he said um during uh this you know media interview okay he said being that young player that wanted everything no i sorry, sorry i didn't run the full quote i thought i did
0: you didn't write the quote what I didn't are write you the full reading quote. there are you reading your love letter to Kyrie?
2: You know, I, I did a, a poor job of setting an example for these young guys of what it's like to get something out of your teammates. And, you know, you go and you say some, something publicly and, and it ends up being, you know, received in so many different ways. And, you know, you never know how fragile or what guys are going through. And you say things like that and you, you're you expecting results. But at the same time, I should have kept it in-house. So. Um, you know, going forward, I, I want to test these young guys, but not publicly like that. And I want to get the best out of them, but I can't do it publicly like that. And, you know, that was a learning experience for me of being in this position of of really realizing um, the magnitude of my voice and you know, what I mean to this this group of guys. Um, and I want to see them do well in order to do that for me, because I had to uh, call Bron, you know, and tell him like, you know, I apologize for <laughs> being that young player that wanted to everything at his you know, at his fingertips, and I wanted everything to uh, be at, you know, my threshold. I wanted to be the guy that led us to the championship. I wanted to be the leader. I wanted to be all that, and, you know, the responsibility of being the best player in the world and leading a team is something that's not meant for many people, and Brown was one of those guys that came to Cleveland and tried to really show us, show us what it's like to win a championship, and it was hard for him, and uh, sometimes getting the most out of the group. It's not the easy t- easiest thing in the world and um, like I said only few are, are meant for it or chosen for it And you know, I feel like the best person to call was him because
1: Initially, I thought it was all about Kyrie um, being uh, con- Contrite growing
0: and, and growing and as l- a person looking like he is yeah maturity
1: yeah. around him Yeah, and him admitting that his mistakes because he called LeBron and said like, you know I'm sorry and and just uh, realizing like I'm sorry for being that young player that wanted everything at his fingertips. Yeah but, so this is kind of on the surface, that's what it seems that's, like.
0: That's your initial reaction, right? I
1: think, I, and still, I think that still is my, because I'm, this, I, I this, think you're this genuine.
0: Yeah, this, see, this, listeners, this is what happens when you're in love with somebody, okay? You don't really think straight, and um, you cannot be objective. But have you heard the other side of, like, What, what other side? There's only one side, because everyone else is taking the other side. Which is that he's being passive-aggressive. Yes, yeah. But yeah, so I'm he, saying like you've... He's being, he's being like... Well, my initial reaction was I mean, there's something off with this, right? This doesn't sound right. Mm. So there's something odd about what he's saying here mm. that's very strange. Mm. And then over the course of the last week, people were articulating, sort of dissecting... Can, can you can you extrapolate? Can you... But ba- Well, basically, people are saying he's calling out the young guys. So if I was in a, a guy in the locker room, how am I supposed to interpret this? You're so you're saying you're LeBron and you're teaching us the young guys because we don't listen and you know what's good for us and what's better for us. I feel like it's a, it's a like a humble moment. It's a humble. Oh God. Oh, you're in, you're so in love with this guy. I'm sorry to say, you're your lover boy there. I, I feel like Kyrie feels he's playing chess, doing some sort of mind trick here to motivate his locker room. When in actual fact, he's doing the exact opposite and from them young guys' perspective, it's like, hey, without you, we made it to one game to the finals. Mm. And with you, we're struggling here a bit. Mm. If anything, you're the cause. Okay, well, let's just play this way. Say you make, you know, you're not
1: perfect, right? You make mistakes. Yeah, you say absolutely. you say the wrong stuff. Yeah. A lot.
0: We make a lot of mistakes on the show, in fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say- Most like, of our intros are mistakes. Let's just say mistakes. you, I don't know, like you had an interview yeah. and you're yeah. talking about uh, your PFP. Yeah. And you threw me under the bus somehow, right?
0: I would never do that. Again. I'm just saying, let's just let's,
1: let's yeah. say, hypothetically, yeah. right? Yeah. Then you had a chance to redeem yourself. Would you not go on that same kind of, you know, platform and apologize and say that what you said was wrong. But he's re- because why, why I feel like it's genuine is he's not, like, using new words. He's, he said young guys again because he said young guys before, and he was trying to say that using that terminology was not right. Like, he realized that what he was doing... And I, and I do agree with what you're saying. Like, is he propping himself to be LeBron? But I feel that's just, like, conject- like that's just people trying to read too much into this, that he thinks is LeBron, and he's teaching young guys. That is possible that we are reading too much into this. I think, because he hasn't used any yeah. new vocabulary as far as, it, he just said young guys, and he repeated young guys again, but he didn't say young guys isn't like, oh, these young guys still need to learn. He said he was being contrite and saying, I'm i am sorry for calling these young guys, and sorry for throwing under the bus, and sorry that my words were being mixed around, because what I did was wrong, but um you know, I I, I can't be that kind of Later, because I'm still learning and I'm still young as well and he I need... say this did he say this this is what you're saying <laughs> this is not
0: what you're saying
1: yeah he's, he said like lady like he still needs to learn and he's he
0: said that yeah okay I, I don't I didn't take I mean he he said a bunch of stuff right he and did say a bunch of stuff yeah he did say a bunch of stuff and I, I know that uh, the media and people are just like sort of focusing on uh, they're taking I mean the key part of the
1: interview was him saying I called LeBron because that yeah. was out of nowhere he was just like talking about
0: okay first of all if you're lebron like i'd be like Le- uh, Kyrie, don't tell people that you called me right just keep it on the down low if you're you've, if you want to apologize to me just call me and apologize yeah. don't then tell the media that you called me to apologize yeah. and then bring me into this drama i don't want my name out there i guess so but i think that's part
1: of and i can see how what you're saying is it could be misconstrued that way,
0: but I think it shows how honest he's trying to be. Well, he's on- honestly stupid. <laughs> That's what I can definitely say. The other thing is, he keeps referring to himself as the leader, the leader. Like, If yeah. you're the leader, do you need to keep reminding people and telling people that you're the leader? Well, LeBron says that. That's LeBron
1: true. refers to himself as the leader. That's true.
0: That's true. And, okay. Kyrie,
1: no- and Kyrie knows he is the leader, like everyone knows. He's he- not a leader! Who else? Man. Who's the leader of the well, team then? Uh, Brad Stevens is the leader. Well, yeah, but, you know, you need to have a There's no
0: leader on the team. It's not Kyrie. It's absolutely not Kyrie. He he cannot be be the leader. Gordon Hayward. (laughs) What? He's not even starting. No, 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 because you're getting confused. The leader with the best player. Kyrie is the best player on the team. Is he the leader? Do people look up to Kyrie for advice? Do they? Yes. For, for what, what, what do you mean by advice? When we're talking about advice. This is what basket- advice could you possibly—this is, is basketball. Trade those
1: players. This is basketball. They look up to him to make a play and to win a game. That's <laughs> how he's—that's how he's a leader. He makes the right plays. Kyrie doesn't believe Chris, that Chris Earth Paul is, is like one of—he like, believes one that of, Earth
0: is flat. <laughs>
1: you should. Yeah, not- exactly. This is and once again, we're not talking about him asking like yeah. you know intellectual advice. This yeah. is him leading by example on the basketball court. Chris Paul does the same thing. He's not a nice... Or Kobe Bryant, back in the day, he wasn't a nice person that you would talk to and get brotherly advice.
0: That is absolutely true. And that's the difference. I, there's something about Kobe or Chris Paul that makes him feel like a leader. Maybe okay. even less so Kobe, but definitely Chris Paul. Okay. That makes him feel like the leader, even though he may not be the best player where have the most talent. I think there's something off about Kyrie that doesn't make him feel like a leader. I, I think that's your personal bias. Is that my personal can, bias? Can you explain and, to me
1: can you articulate what it is that you feel that makes him less of a leader than
0: I would say that Kobe. his his intelligence is disturbingly low. So can I say, can and, we, and I I and look, it's I know everyone like sort of jokes about that, but you know, if you had a a person who who believes the earth is flat, there there's something about revealing that that will obviously bias me yes i would obviously be biased by that if you told me uh if you truly told me that uh you think santa claus is real i'd be like i guess we can still be friends but there's (laughs) part of me that feels like yeah there's something fucked up about you (laughs) yeah maybe like your parents raised you in a basement or something (laughs) but why why does that have (laughs) <laughs> but that's, intelli- we're talk- that's intelligence. Like that's, that's- So that's intelligence. But then there's the other side, which is communication. Mm. So he also comes across as someone that takes himself a bit too seriously yeah. as well, yeah. right? Yeah. He, he gets really deep. He tries to get really deep, yeah. like Kobe Bryant style. Yeah, yeah. But he's not quite Kobe Bryant. Okay. Yeah. So it feels like he's trying to emulate his idol, Kobe yeah. Bryant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's coming across really oddly.
1: I guess so. But just just remember this. The Celtics have not gotten to the finals yet basically Mm. like Mm. in a long time with this uh call the only other player that has that experience is aaron baines when he Mm. was with the spurs so Kyrie has gone he's he's literally gone through it all like he knows like as 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 much as i i do agree it's fucked up and you know it was bad the way he talked about you know his teammates like that and after a loss you know, he shouldn't he shouldn't have said that basically. That's not what a leader does. And he you know, he I think that's a learning experience. And I don't think that's something that people should just like flat out say, Oh, he's not a leader, because remember he threw people under the bus. Like all people, everyone does that at some point in their life, you know, as a so so called leader. Let's not forget, this is a guy that, you know, is gonna go down in Cleveland law. You know, and and I don't know if you read this actually. I read the Richard Jefferson plays Tribune where you talked about, you know, going to the playoffs, making the finals, and his mm-hmm. career in general. But he was talking about at the, end of the, at the end of the day, he said that one championship isn't equal to another championship. Right. Championships are, diff- are yes, different, I agree. And, they, and they mean different things. And he was saying how 2016 is going to go down in history because yeah. of all the variables that went against it.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, we're not
1: only talking about a 73-win team, yeah. but we're also talking about uh, you know, a Cavs team yeah. that were down 3-1. Yes. Right? 3-1, yeah. that's, that's going to be forever cemented and Kyrie was part of that story and he was an instrumental piece of that comeback.
0: Thing and the reason why I don't like Kyrie is what after that rather than appreciate LeBron for basically giving him everything and all the opportunities, what did he do? Hmm. He started wanting more. Yeah. He started giving giving LeBron James lip, That's okay? True. And yeah. he got himself out of Cleveland. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that Kyrie should just like hand over all his career earnings to LeBron James because everything he's done and he's earned is partly because of Le- you know LeBron James's mm. you know influence basically, mm. and he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't being grateful for it. Exactly. Like the season after, you, like you said, the season after they won the championship, he got to his head. You know he you know he's like I oh, you know I started, I I I'm now you know I'm I'm a championship player. I've made the NBA All Star. Exactly. I won the I won the All Star MDP, and you know, and and he, and he says like I I got everything like I'm I'm one of the best play- I'm one of the best point guards in the league. You know, maybe he recognizes LeBron is the best player in the mm-hmm. world, but he thinks he's on up and coming. He's young. He's you know at that time he's 23, 24. He's he's got everything going for him, right? And then he's like, okay, well I want to leave my own team. I want to go to Boston. Um, I'm not saying any of these are good traits, but I'm just saying looking back in history. And seeing Kyrie's career in like a retrospective sort of Mm. broad things, Mm. yes, there are lots of black marks. Like, I think this will be one of the moments Mm. where, you know, he calls out his players. And like you said, Dion Wade is fighting. And the Cleveland Cavaliers for like season after season after season, just winning like 20 games or less than Mm. 20 games Mm. when Kyrie was the lead guy and didn't win until LeBron got there. But I I think it really shows Kyrie was good enough where he was able to help this single magical season.
0: Yes, that's true. Okay. Win
1: the championship. Yep. And I don't think you can take that away from Kyrie. Not saying Kyrie it was the most important guy or the second most important or even the third most. Like it doesn't matter. Like I don't care how important he was. So he was. I'm just saying he's one of one of the important guys on that team that did that. And I don't think you can take anything away. And now that he's on the Celtics. He's trying to impart some of that experience and learning and learnings and mistakes to the Celtics team, because he feels, and maybe he didn't say it right, but he feels the Celtics are these guys where they they have everything in their fingertips. At a very young age, they went to the conference finals, and they took it against the Cavs, and they did all this stuff without Kyrie, and then like, oh, I went to the NBA All-Star game, I did this, I went to the, you know, I, I, did, I can do all this. Tatum's gonna, t- he just, and maybe that's just him, you know, kind of interjecting, or what's the word? Like, kind of assuming Injecting. these guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like assuming Tatum and Brown would have it in the head?
0: I think overall we can say that maybe I am a bit too critical of Kyrie. Um, but if anything, over the past week, we have seen that I think the general feeling and the general take was that that was a bad interview, an unnecessary interview. Okay, I,
1: I agree with that. I would say that I agree with that because it was after the off like a game after they won, like it was, you know, not the match game, it was a different interview. Mm-hmm. I think I said before it was a Magic Game. Anyway, they beat some team. And then, you know, in, uh, during that post game conference, they talked about Kyrie, but Kyrie wanted to talk about what he said previously. Yeah. When he should have been talking about the game. Exactly. Really. Maybe just apologize quickly and then just, you know, you didn't have to talk 10 more, 10 more minutes about it and say you called LeBron. Like, I think you're right. Like,
0: and, and why don't you talk about what the other guys did in yeah. the game rather yeah, than yeah, talking yeah. about you? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I think he. Like I said, he's a questionable leader in terms of his style of leadership, because he's not a natural born leader, he's not a guy that can command respect. On a lighter note, Michael Beasley. (laughs) Michael Beasley. (laughs) Can we do like a blooper sound like (laughs) a... Yeah, for you.
0: Um, What what can you say? The patron saint of our show, Michael Beasley, was so close to getting into the game. And what happened? The dude wore the wrong shorts. He wore the wrong shorts. (laughs) he wore his
1: practice shorts. I don't know who, who I, I didn't I didn't actually have the video on, on sound. Yeah. Or maybe it was on sound, so but you, know, he... you can not hear what you're saying. But it's like someone alerted him, like, hey, you're not wearing the right shorts. Right. Right. So he ran back to the locker room. So did
0: he actually get into the yeah, game afterwards? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because
1: the clip I saw was like um right. like when he was shooting a free throw, like yeah. during like a timeout. Like yeah. them playing back when Michael Beast was about to check in and him realising. I think that's one of the golden moments. I think that, that's like up there with him rubbing the wrong guy's knee. I <laughs> uh, think it's right. rubbing his knee and then he's yeah. like rubbing um,
0: oh, some other dude's knee. God, God bless you, bees. We love you. We love you and you are the greatest. We don't care about what other people say. Respect. Respect. Okay.
1: I want to do a quiz. I'm going to tell you the top five free agents coming okay. out. And you tell me which team they're going to be on.
0: Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Houston won. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah, it went into o- OT. Oh my God! Wow. And they won by four wow. points. Wow. Yeah. How? What did um James Harden get? Let me see. Let's check.
1: Fuck. man, they blew it. Austin Rivers should get cut. <laughs> Why? Well, the Rockets scored one hundred and thirty-seven, oh. and Rivers only scored five points. Oh. Harden scored forty-eight points. Shit. Eric Gordon's got thirty points. Wow. Damn.
0: This is why it's hard to deny. They're playing so,
1: young, uh, so small. P.J. Tucker is playing center for them.
0: Okay, this is uh, his scoring for the last couple of games. This is Harden. His last game, 48 points, 58 points, 57 points, 38 points, 43 points. Like yeah. You got to give him MVP. This is sort of Kobe. But that's the You've thing. Kobe streak now. Yeah, I guess, and
1: they've won a few games. Like it was a miracle the Nets beat the Rockets. Hmm. Like that was a miracle game. Like the Rockets should have won that game, and that went to overtime as well. And then the Lakers, they going to overtime again. Like Harden will have no energy for the playoffs. Yeah, that's the, That's
0: see that, that's almost that's the frustrating thing.
1: Because he's so guess, good, but imagine if you had an old superstar with him. Yeah. I, I know Chris Paul's good, but he's not a superstar. Like we're not, Let's not kid ourselves.
0: I just wish Chris Paul can, like, can actually last through a couple of rounds of playoffs.
1: Yeah, he always gets injured. He
0: always gets injured. Because okay. if he can last, then I think they can take down Golden State.
1: Alright, do you want to go through the 2019 free agents? Okay. And you tell me what team you think they're going to go to, okay? Okay. So number one, this is according to Hoops Hype. I quite like Hoops Hype. I I think it's a really good um like okay. NBA sort of um website. Okay, number one on the list is uh KD.
0: LA from Lakers.
1: State. What do you th- Lakers? Lakers. Number two is Kwai
0: Leonard. Who do you think? Lakers. Okay, but that's it. They, they don't have any more they don't have any more cap space, okay? I'm not sure if they both are on Lakers, but if you're saying which what's their likely, most likely destination, then Kawhi, it's the Lakers. No, you have to project, like, it's
1: 2019, 2020 season. Yeah. What team are they going to be, Really, realistically? You can't just say, like, this is not a case-by-case scenario. This is... Okay, shit. Okay. Like, you have to, like, literally think, like, in terms of, like, best fit, like, what makes sense, cap space. You have to be realistic. You can't yeah. just, like... Oh Kevin Durant Lakers, Quiet list. Lakers, Lakers, <laughs> Anthony Davis Lakers. Yeah, davis
0: Zhang, Lakers. Um okay. <laughs> yeah. KD, KD. I'll pay you $100 a yeah, game no, if you join that I'll, team. I'll
1: give you all my money. I'll be the point guard. Yeah.
0: Okay, Quiet Lakers.
1: Okay, KD then. Uh,
0: where else is he going go? go to go? Any team he wants? Uh, that's a problem. He's not going to want to go to any team he wants. Okay,
1: not the Lakers G- then. D- does uh the Knicks, Nets... he could go next or you exactly. go to the Nets? Uh, I'll
0: say he he'll, he'll go to the Nets. Really? Yeah. He's not gonna go the Knicks. The Knicks are... Oh, yeah, disaster. so Kawhi, you said LA? Yeah. Kawhi, oh. definitely LA. Definitely LA? Definitely yeah. Clippers or Lakers? Uh, Lakers, Lakers. Okay. Uh, number three is Kyrie. Kyrie. Send him back to Cleveland. Cleveland? <laughs> He's Kyrie, a free agent though. Kyrie is going to go on to the Knicks.
1: Okay. Okay, number four, Jimmy Butler. He's gonna stay. He's gonna stay with the Sixers? Yeah. And number five, Clay Thompson.
0: Clay Thompson is gonna stay.
1: Oh, really? With the Warriors? Yeah. Ooh. Are they are, are all these guys getting the max by the way? Uh they're all getting the max. Okay.
0: Uh Clay may be on the Lakers. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Kemba. Kemba, I don't know. You don't care.
1: I think he'll stay with the Hornets, to be honest. Uh Porzingis. He'll stay. He'll stay with the Knicks? Yeah. Ooh. And I think the interesting thing about the Knicks is and I know you, you're kinda of shitting on the Knicks a lot, but if they get K Ke- you know, he's a really he's a really good player. Yeah. They could get the number one overall pick where they could like drop the Zion Williamson kid. And then if they get someone like KD, that's already like a really good team. And they have Kevin Knox, who's like, a pretty good rookie.
0: The, the problem with the Knicks is that the management
1: is just yeah. garbage. Yeah, that's true. You've said that a lot.
0: Okay, number eight, and maybe this the last one, DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, okay. Sacramento. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know. I, actually, I really don't know. Where do you think he's going to go?
1: I'll say it's fifty-fifty between He can't stay, right? He can stay. If they lose clay. No, they just pay the luxury. No, it's, it's, they can't pay that much luxury. Dude. They won't that's what I'm saying, they won't keep green though.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think I think, one, one I think what you're saying,
1: they'll have clay and cousins and curry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm assuming KD leaves. I hope KD leaves, to be honest. I think he's probably saved as the Warriors, but maybe an outside shot. I'm going to say
0: the Rockets, who KD, no cousins. I can see that working. I can definitely. I don't see know that. what the cap space situation would be. I can definitely see that. And you look at the Lakers. Why wouldn't you want to go to LA? You look at management. Jeannie Buss is strong. Um, you have Magic Johnson in the front office, or in management. You have LeBron there. It's mm. LA. Mm. Why wouldn't you go? Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think that
1: all. Makes so that's sense. why I say. But like, I think also I like you talk about LA. The same in the same market as the Clippers, and they're not run by bad management either. They got they got Steve Ballmer. who's oh, good,
0: He's did gone. You, did you see that video? Uh, yeah. That Ballmer tried to uh, shake. Uh, oh yeah, Griff- Griffin's Griffin hand, and, and he ran into. Runs he runs away, away to the locker dead room. Dead sprint into the yeah, locker room. that's funny. <laughs> oh. um, Doc Rivers, he's a Hall of Fame coach. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Clippers, they've done some really, like, cringeworthy things. You mean recently, or...? Uh, I think, yeah, even with the new management, you know that... Um, they got Jerry West as the, like, GM okay, slash G- president or something like that? See, that's that's a... <sighs> Jerry West was a... I know, he's he's God, so, I mean, I can't... No, you cannot say anything bad about Jerry West. Um, Jerry West? I think it's Jerry West. That's why I'm, they make it difficult for, you, for us to, like, you know, criticize him. Because you think, well, they have Jerry West, right? Because yeah, and but also they blow up this,
1: you know, the lob city, right? They blow yeah. up Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, hmm. Blake Griffin, and they're playing well
0: still. Like, but how, you know, before they tra- you shit, shit on them. But you know, before they traded uh, Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. they did this whole pitch where they brought him into the arena, and it was all yeah, dark, yeah, yeah. and then they recreated some banner um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. retirement ceremony. Yeah, yeah. And then they traded him, like, (laughs) a month later. Like, what was that?
1: It just shows me that, you know.
0: And uh, and they had, like, this fake announcer saying, like, giving, like, a career summary of Blake on the Clippers.
1: I think the also thing that plays in the Clippers' favor, as well as, like, other, like, you know, cities that have two teams, like the Nets and is, like, you have a chance to pave history in that, in that franchise forever.
0: Clippers and Nets are historically terrible, terrible I, yeah.
1: teams. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but like you asked, asked Steph Curry how he felt when he, when he um, left Nike um, for Under Armour. Yeah, that's and true. And at the time, yes, he was distraught and he, was be- yeah. he felt betrayed. And he was like, okay, I'm just going to sign with this um, retailer and just see what I can do. Yeah. You ask him now, like in hindsight, did you make the right choice? Hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. He 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 he. I don't even know what the stats are, but he increased their revenue by like a million points. Yeah. Or like a million percentage points or whatever the the, the the case you want to make it. Steph Curry really, uh, you know, impacted that 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 company by a lot.
0: And, and and that's why I and he became
1: the face and beyond that like beyond a legend that, right. like an icon. But also like
0: economically, business wise, that's what I mean. Sorry, such that a great, too, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, great deal. Yeah. But and that's why I said KD has a chance to go to not the Knicks, which is the heritage team mm. of New York, but rather the Nets, mm. because for, I think from his perspective he sees that that I'm in I'm in Brooklyn, I'm in New York. Mm. And it will be the first time, the Nets have never had a talent like me. But the closest thing
1: to KD would be Julius Irving in terms of raw talent. Yeah.
0: He was on Nets?
1: Yeah, he was on the Nets. Oh, he won the championship with the Nets and ABA.
0: The Nets won the championship, okay.
1: ABA. Were talent. they
0: in New Jersey?
1: ABA? No, New York, they were New York.
0: Right? They were New York Nets. I think so. Okay. I think
1: modern day it's become a lot harder to predict talent, like how talent will translate in the NBA. Back in the day, like Magic Johnson was drafted number one, and right. you know, hasn't look, and the Lakers didn't never look back. You know even Larry Bird, who drafted, who was drafted second, I guess. You know they never looked back. They won multiple championships with Larry Bird hmm. um, because there weren't as many talented players back then. But nowadays, Giannis comes from the, the third division in in Greece, and then you
0: know in three years later he's MV, is the MVP candidate. No one would have predicted that, right? Well, one of the changes that now people aren't staying four years in college. So there isn't that body of work.
1: No, that's um, true.
0: But they're just as talented as
1: Zion Williamson was probably NBA ready when he was in in a as Yeah, a he looks fuck that that guy. He he looks like him chuzzle. playing college is use it's useless. Yeah. I mean, it's not useless. It is useless actually. It's useless because he he's doesn't, not getting he, education
0: he, from it. He and doesn't. And, yeah, no, it's it's stupid actually.
1: But you know, like the idea behind why the NBA and, and even the NFL like the college system is because it's a free, um way for them to scout potential players entering the league so you're saying the nba doesn't necessarily want to push for no college requirement yeah because it gives them a chance to further scout these players mm-hmm. and it's like a free system because they don't have to pay for it yeah as opposed to like you know the g league well, which just wrong which they I have mean, to actually put the, money into it the
0: ncaa makes so much money
1: ncaa makes so much money and they don't pay the students they don't students pay the a, players they don't pay the players what, what
0: kind of thing is this
1: and they should be illegal. They, yeah, basically exploit the players because at the end of the day they're paying millions of dollars for these coaches.
0: Yeah, yeah of course. Because
1: they're getting all these TV deals and you know whatnot. And merchandising. And merchandising, yeah, um, totally.
0: And as a player, like, what are you getting
1: from this? No, you're not. Uh,
0: you're putting Ben your... Simmons
1: basically said he, he he thought it was a waste of time when he went to LSU.
0: You're putting uh, your health at risk.
1: Yeah, especially for football players because you're actually grinding out and you know body contact and yeah, exactly. all this dangerous stuff like exactly. you know, we know football it's been proven football is a very dangerous sport way more than you know a basketball or soccer or whatever yeah. um but they don't they also don't get paid and you know they also do not get the rights to the to the um to the to the faces as well yeah like um you know college games can use their faces because when they play for the for, when they play for college games they sign over the rights to the names and stuff. Oh right! Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's, it belongs to the college. It's basically a free farming system for the professional mm, league. Yeah.
0: and whatever growing up that they they need to do, I'm sure NBA teams um, have the resources to do something equivalent. Yeah. Whether it's like outside courses, whether it's like having I a mentor. I think that's the strongest argument. Again. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You that's know, you a... can designate a veteran to be your mentor mm. person that takes along with you mm. for your first couple of years, let's mm. say. I think that's the strongest argument
1: against it because it, the idea is like, okay, well, you get rid of college, then like all these guys. I think you know you can talk about Tracy McGrady or LeBron James or Zion Williamson yeah. and Ben Simmons, and of course those guys are going to make it straight from the straight from high school to NBA, no yeah. problem. They're going to be superstars. But for a lot of guys that like are you know pretty close to that, like you know like uh, I think those are fam- like Sean Livingston mm-hmm. or and um, I'm just making up names now, Stav- Stephen Marbury mm-hmm. or whatever. Snowberry's a, a rapist. Didn't That's go right. to co- college education didn't get a college education. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. they just, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't have any sort of background or back, you know, backbone or success or find uh, educational sort of backbone yeah, you know, for them yeah. to go with. Yeah. But at least if they go to one year college or whatever, at least they know that they something they can go back to, you know? This institutional support that you're talking about. Yeah. Because most of these guys only lost three years in the NBA anyway. Yeah. If you didn't if you didn't make the NBA, then you wouldn't have that support. Yeah. Then what are you gonna do? You don't have money,
0: so I would say that you still have college programs, but, but you have to pay for no... it now.
1: That's the thing. That's a problem.
0: Sorry, so you you would still have NCAA, yeah. but you just don't have an age requirement. So if you're if you want to go into the NBA um, at seventeen, you can do that if you want. It's just that you probably if you're unless you're top, then you're not going to get drafted.
1: Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, so say you, like, even if you're top, and you say I'm good enough, I'm going to go to yeah. the NBA. Yeah,
0: but it didn't work out. Yeah then what are you going to do? Well, you're going to have an NBA contract. Mm. Like, well, After you get drafted, you still have a rookie contract. Mm. So if you want to go to college afterwards, you can mm. still do that. Mm. And if you feel like your career didn't work out in the NBA, then you don't need to go to a Harvard or mm. the best college. Mm. You can go to any college.
1: Mm. Yeah, don't get me so, wrong. Can, I, 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 to, like, I totally some, agree. Yeah. Go to
0: some practical college. Yeah, I totally and agree. And you can pay for your way there, just like yeah. any other
1: person. Yeah, I totally right? agree. Yeah. Or
0: you can go to the G League or whatever you want to. Yeah, no, do, I totally agree. Right? Yeah. I mean, because what I'm saying is like, let's say you go to college. Let's say you go to college for all four years. You get your degree. You go back to MBA. And then it doesn't work out. And you're out. Like, we're going to deal with your degree. Or who's going to hire you anyway. Yeah, Right. that's true. Like, I don't know whether, like, most of them... Well, you need a college education at that point.
1: Like, like most players. Most players don't mix mix it to the MBA. But you have a
0: college education, but that's just
1: minimum requirement. You still have to interview for jobs. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you have to be realistic now. Because unless you're... Not good enough for you, NBA, you're probably going to try for Europe or China yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, and that would probably pay you fine and whatever. But if not, and you, and you weren't that passionate about basketball in the first place, then you have to go back to college then. And yeah. like you said, get the minimum requirements and yeah. then get your job. Yeah. 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 But I mean, at the end of the day, when it, all said and done, you know, these colleges need to pay for players. Like they need to stop being so greedy.
0: And, and I can understand if you don't want to pay for the players, then don't restrict the players from entering the NBA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't have both. Yeah, you can't have both. Yeah. Or, or if you force them to go to college, then pay them like a real athlete. Give them like a million dollars or whatever. Yeah, well, they
1: scout, they scout the best place from high school to come to the college. And then they get like, you know, the TV deals and, the, you know, they on ESPN and stuff so they can pay the the coaches the coaching staff and the president, their million-dollar yeah. salaries, and, and don't
0: exactly, and don't give me this like education, bullshit. That education is not worth whatever you're generating. Yeah, right? yeah, what the company generating? If yeah. that education is worth two million bucks per head, mm. uh, who's paying for it? You think the other students are paying two million dollars to yeah, be in college? Nah. They're paying like ten thousand dollars worth, twenty thousand yeah, yeah, dollars. Yeah, That's how much it it's worth. Yeah, yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I think you're yeah.
0: right. I mean, the system is in place where schools are benefiting and the players are not benefiting. And it just everyone's it's
1: a win-win for the NBA and the NCAA because yeah. the NCAA get their get their money from you know the star players going to the NBA and the NBA obviously or NBA whatever yeah. best 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 basketball association in the world. But the players don't get you know when they're, since they're being forced to go to college, they don't get any. Any um, you know benefit from that?
0: But I don't know. Maybe that's changing. I think there's new rules. Um, I, think the, I think the I think one at year the next, minimum. Uh, yeah. Sorry, is a one year minimum college yeah. now? Yeah, it's always been like that.
1: Oh, is it? I mean, for a while it's been one. It's okay. been at least one year uh, minimum requirement. But I think the next uh, collective bargaining agreement,
0: yeah.
1: it is a strong push that they're going to get rid yeah. of it before okay. LeBron's son. Makes it to NBA. Yeah, yeah. We so need that's it. why there's yeah. a chance that LeBron will LeBron's yeah. son will go straight from high school. Yeah, we'll need to, to clear NBA. out a roster sp- space on the Lakers from. Oh, nah. <laughs> well, I don't think LeBron will stay with the Lakers.
0: Or <laughs> back in Cleveland, he can retire back in Cleveland. I think it's Cleveland.
1: Like, yeah. They grew up in. They grew up yeah. near, They grew up in Cleveland,
0: obviously because he played there. We for so need to years. get rid of Dan Gilbert. How do we get yeah, rid Akron. of Dan Gilbert? Yeah. I mean, no one wants Dan Gilbert there. Yeah, and Cleveland needs LeBron. LeBron. Like imagine, imagine instead of Dan Gilbert as the owner, you have LeBron as the owner. You, you're telling me people of Cleveland or Ohio don't want that? No. They will I, love that!
1: But I don't think LeBron can afford yeah, it. LeBron issue, is right? priced out Cleveland yeah. for his own, like, exactly. like he can't buy himself because that, he made it too good. That's the thing. I don't know how LeBron becomes a millionaire because, like, even LeBron's merchandise isn't like the same level as like a Jordan, for example.
0: So, how does Michael Jordan own a team? Is because they he bought it cheap? Um, possibly that. I, I don't know how much he bought it for, but I think it's just because
1: he makes a billion dollars. His Jordan brand is worth a billion dollars. Okay. So his, like value is worth, you know, his value is worth. He's he's worth a million. Uh, right. He's worth a billion, sort of thing. Right. So that's like what do you call it? Like in a, like in a home loan, that's his like. Yeah, deposit? Yeah, that's his, you know... Equity? That's his equity, yeah.
0: Right, okay.
1: Even though he, that's not his net income or whatever. Right, right. You know, he's, right. maybe his net income is only 300 million dollars. Right. But right. He's, his equity, his, his capital, is, well, he's worth is a billion dollars. So look, MJ, if... I you thought you were
0: the finance guy, by the way. I know. Where's the is first rule of David's finance corner is like, don't actually don't, take don't this be. advice. <laughs> this is very bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, look, MJ, if uh, things get tough, you always have a spot here. We pay. Oh, yeah. We pay cash. Oh, we pay yeah. cash. We pay cash. Yeah, and pay sandwiches. We pay just cash and food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you gotta take care of your own flights.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. Well. Wow. This. Yeah. We've been just rambling on this week. It happened last week too. Was Good. it always the last topic we talk about? Like, we're like oh, last right, will we'll wrap up.
0: Oh, do you just want to quickly mention this? Um, the Nike new Nike shoe. Oh, what? do you want to quickly talk about it? Yeah. What do you think of this? I think it's pretty cool. You so it's cool? like based on.
1: Based on the whole... Like, this is something they've been developing for years, apparently. Right. Where the self-lacing shoes. And the idea is that they want to get to a point where the shoes are able to adapt to the player's temperature, like internal body temperature. Okay. So if you're hot and, you're, and your feet swell up and there's, you know, more blood circulating and, okay. and your feet swell up yeah. because of the, you know, the blood circulation, yeah. then it, it would automatically release the, the tightness of the shoe. Okay. And, then con- and conversely, when you're cold and, you know... Uh, you're not as swelled up. Then right. all, the the laces will tighten up.
0: Right, right, right. To
1: basically, to get the to get the ideal fit for your, your feet.
0: Okay, I find it a bit odd because there's like a battery in there. Yeah,
1: there's Does a that, battery in there. So you need sleep. to charge it. Apparently, like the battery lasts three weeks. It is an app for the phone, so you can like tie tie. You have to tie the um. To, to yeah to to tie the shoes, you need the app right. on your phone. You can do it manually as well, but then what's, what's the point of that? Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm I mean, it looks, like it looks,
0: LeBron dunks and like, the shoe explodes sh- or that's something. That's
1: what I'm worried about. Like, there's a battery and it's connected to an app. Like, yeah. what happens when someone like, like hacks into your shoe or something? Right. And then and they over like, unties it? unties it or tightens <laughs> it to <or> something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wear these shoes, it's too tight. Yeah, oh my god. But did you know like Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum and wearing... Darren Fox here, yeah, they like, they, oh, they, really? they've they debuted it now?
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you can look up wow. some videos
1: of Jason Tatum. Right, I don't right. know how he went, but... Yeah, they started wearing this. Still... They haven't released it for public sale yet, but...
0: Yeah, okay, that, They've started, well,
1: that's, they started wearing it in the NBA That's pretty arm. cool. That's pretty cool. That's it.
0: That's it. That's all we got to say.
1: Rate and subscribe on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Spotify. And Twitter us at YourFPFP.
0: See ya! You've been listening to Your Favorite Podcaster's Favorite Podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please tweet us at YourFPFP.